my birthday in a couple days, ain't it? Project paper. Yeah, 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 yeah. First day I gave my mama a hundred rats and bought the ice down AP watch and bought the cubal ain't just a match. That was voodoo, that was magic. Nigga be capping, I just be laughing. That was God, nigga was fasting and high K2 in my mattress. Smoking tunes in my cell. That was my 12th time going to jail. That was my second time going to hell and back for real. But I prevailed. Canary yellow diamonds in my bracelet. Same color as my lady. Bought the hill with no Jimmy and Matt. And go half on the baby. Bout to hear the with no Jimmy and have a walking like a penguin. Still finessing, still be popping frogs for Nagle and Wayne. Ain't no brand new Tudo Rafe, I could've bought it, but I just ran it. Got a brand new big old chain, got so much sauce, I don't need no panic. Painting pictures when I be spinning, I'm popping for rhythm on all these women. If my birthday just turned 20 and I just wanna go see the dinner, put some stones all in my gold. No, you nigga thought I was gone. No, you nigga thought I wasn't coming home. But guess what, bitch, I'm home. On probation, but I still keep the chrome. Hey, what it do, what it do, what it do, what it do, what it does, what the business be like. It was only right that I played some of that, man. I got, hey, I'm heavy on the Kodak today. I'm heavy on the Kodak today, man. Hey, what it do, it's the BTSE 365 podcast. Bike. Oh, y'all, y'all thought that was it. Hold on. I, I got, I got something for, I got something for you. Hold on. Let me, let me play something else for you then. Y'all didn't, y'all probably wasn't feeling that. That was first day out. Let me let me play something else. Say what? I say say what? <laughs> hey, you know, dude. The, uh, what's his name? Forty five. He let him out. I think I'm gonna play one more. Then I'm done. Then I'm done. Then I'm done. Cause I gotta I gotta play the other dude that got released. Hey. Hey. This this what got me on Kodak. This what got me on Kodak right here. Hold on, hold on. I don't think y'all I don't think y'all ready for that. Hold on a minute. Let me, let me bring it back. My DJ skills. <laughs> Young nigga, I got old cats spazzing on their ass. I got product on my whole ass. Got my lab one man, pop a nigga like a damn tag. Shopping on their ass. I just bought a new OJ. A new OJ. Smoking flocker, you a jackass. All I smoke is gas. Don't you ask me where the pole at? Where your clothes at? I ain't talking about my niggas, damn it. But y'all tripping too. Is it you? Damn my nigga, what the hell got into you? Project baby, y'all was skipping in the hallway. I was skipping school on my P's and Q's. On them chiggas, call me Jigaboo. Bleeding concrete, bet you niggas won't come across the street. Pardon me, I don't talk to you, so don't you talk to me. I ain't this. Okay, 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 okay. I'm done with my with my Kodak Black mix. 
He's been pardoned by 45. Lil Wayne got pardoned by 45. Harry O got pardoned by 45. Now, if you're from a certain era, you may or may not have heard of Harry O before. Harry O is the man who fronted Suge Knight 1.5 M's to start Death Row. And over the last 25, 30 years, him and Suge been, you know, in litigation over certain funds that Harry O, uh, rightfully so, if he did front him the money, Harry O was looking to recoup. He was spending, he had just spent 30 out of 40 years. Like, it was time. I, I wish Larry Hoover could have got pardoned. You know what I'm saying? I think he really needs to be pardoned. You know, But hey, hey, hey. I'm not, this isn't a show about politics, but it is a show about a lot of things. Speaking of that, new show coming really, really soon. Really soon. I previewed the artwork on my Snapchat. I'll be dropping a preview of the artwork on my social media, the the, the Instagram and Facebook real soon. But, yeah, a lot of pardons. I think he had, like, 50 to 80 pardons. So that was, you know, a big deal in the hip-hop community. Everybody now knows why Lil Wayne took that picture, why Lil Wayne put that tweet out endorsing Trump. Motherfucker trying to avoid spending any time in prison. He got caught with a gun in Miami. He he out on bail. Hey, they say, look, my nigga, you take this picture, you put your support behind him. We ain't gonna lock you up. We gonna make sure you get pardoned. And that's what he did. <laughs> I mean, that's what he did. Right or wrong, whatever, you can knock him if you want to, but that's what he did. That's what he did. People have done worse than that to get off, right? People snitch to get off. Hey, the man did what he had to do. Now he can enjoy the money he made from selling those masters and hopefully put out more good music, hopefully, respectfully, you know? But y'all didn't come here for me to talk about politics, did you? Oh, well, you're going to get some today. You the dog, motherfucker. <laughs> no, I'll just play. Look, check it out. It's several things I want to talk to y'all about, man. It's so much that I uh, personally have on my mental. Like, for one, right? Tiger Woods. Dum, dum, dum. So Tiger Woods has this, well, let me not say Tiger Woods has a documentary. There's a documentary, a two-part documentary, that was chronicling the professional life and personal life of Eldrick Tiger Woods. Born to Earl and Leela, or Lita. I hope I said her name right. 
If I didn't, I'm sorry. Earl, this Navy SEAL, and spent two, damn, <laughs> hit the mic, spent two terms in Vietnam, and him and his wife, they birthed this child, and he grows to be this, this golf prodigy. Earl was teaching Tiger at a young age. So you got to put Earl in the same breath as Joe Jackson. Joe did it with five kids, and one happened to be, you know, Mike, the, the GOAT. Um, but then, you know, Earl did it with one. You know, Lonzo Ball, daddy, LeVar. Say what you want. But these men help groom these children to become iconic almost. Well, the Ball Brothers, not so much. But Mike and Tiger, very much so. And you, you watch this kid grow up to be this killer on the court. Talking, I mean, on, on, on the course, just... Lethal. I, for one, never gave a goddamn about golf until Tiger Woods came along. It made me want to say, huh, what's this sport all about? You know, black people couldn't even go to a lot of golf courses, especially in the South. Augusta, Georgia, where they have the Masters every year. Think a black person wasn't allowed to be a member of the uh fraternity, whatever you want to call it, the club, until like 1990. So here's this black kid, 96, 97, and he come out and he cut the fuck up out there. Here I am, young, impressionable kid, love sports. You see him on Sports Center. Stuart Scott's talking about him. Chris Berman's talking about him. Hannah Stone, like everybody's talking about it. I'm like, man, I got to figure out what's going on with Tiger Woods. And, you know, a lot of comics talking about him. Everybody, then he go on Oprah and say he don't want to be called black. He's uh, Calabasas or Calabasian or Carabas or, uh, uh, hell, he's something. He everything but black. And And, and I'm like, oh, man, here we go. See, we, black folks, we be for you now. Oh, we be for you. We be, we, we want to root for you so, so, so bad. Us, us, you know, what they call black people, so-called Negroes or whatever, you know, the, the darker, complected humans, natives of this land here that we call the United States of America. Over here, we've been oppressed for so long. Over here, <laughs> that when we finally get something, especially in a sport like golf, golf, ain't no black folks playing golf growing up where I'm from, probably where you from, none that, you know, I'm aware of. My little brother, you know, he when he was a kid, he might have put it a golf ball here and there with his with his uncle and he he liked it and shit, but by the time he was about seven, yeah, I want to play football. <laughs> I mean, 
that's just the fact of it. And hell, I knew more tennis players than I knew golfers. Ain't no golfers where we grow up. Ain't none of that. So to see Tiger Woods out here doing what he do, and another thing, I, I just got to say this, because if you watch the documentary, you'll see a lot of this. It's on HBO Max, by the way. You know, he for somebody who didn't want to be called black or claimed to be a black man per se, when he signed with Nike, they, they made like a bunch of commercials about him being black. And the you know the lack of inclusion, and he's here to break barriers, yada yada yada. He made money being black. He sold golf shirts and hats, and whoever who knows what else being black. But then after he won a few years, he was like, I'm tired. I'm gonna let that black shit go. I don't even like black women. That's that's what I'm saying for him. You know, what I'm I don't want nothing to do with none of that black shit y'all talk about. I'm just Tiger Woods, man. Just the geek from that went to Stanford. But as soon as that nigga got in trouble, because Tiger was in some into some some freaky shit now, he wasn't just fucking off. He was he was out here turked up. Like it's one thing to be a hoe. Tiger was a freak. <laughs> Tiger, Tiger was also. Some more shit, just uncontrollable. But when you grow up how he grew up, right? When you grow up with those strict parents and and they won't let you do what regular teenagers are doing. You know, then a lot of times, a lot of times, when you get a chance to do the shit that you probably really wanted to do, you're going to do it times 50. It don't happen all the time. Like, I'm not saying it happens to every child who who parents hold them back from being social and going to certain events and being able to do certain things with their friends and stuff like that. I know people who didn't, who turned out all right. You know what I'm saying? They didn't, they didn't have a, a lot of wilding going on when they finally got out the house. I know some people, they was out here, Getting busy, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, mom and daddy let me off the let me off the leash. I'm out here. I'm in these streets. I jumped off the porch. What's happening? I'm on the block, and that was Tiger. He saw his daddy fucking bitches. I'm sorry, excuse me, like saw his daddy fucking off on his mama when he was younger. Saw his daddy friend fucking off on his wife when he was younger. I say Earl liked beautiful blondes. That's what that's what that's how they described him. See, Earl was cool. From what I see, from what the document, you know, Earl was he liked to drink a little bit, have a little fun, might go out, get him a little warm, get him some puss on the side. He was cool. He was easy. He could talk. Tiger was a little. He had now now when it came to the women, it looked like you know, hey. Hey, he could do his move, but he was so serious and so stern and so, you know, a killer on the golf course. But as soon as the shit hit the fan, let me tell you about the National Enquirer. These folks had a, had somebody follow this man 
Cause some of y'all listening might watch it. Some of you might not, but it don't matter. I mean, some, some, even, even when you hear this, it's gonna make you want to go watch it. They had somebody follow this man, cause he was fucking a, a a waitress from Perkins. Yes, if you listening and you heard me say a waitress from Perkins, and you said, "Huh? Yeah, he was married to a nanny that used to be a a, a supermodel." Or a model, at least, Eileen. She wasn't ugly. And what I need people to understand is never really about looks. It's just, you know, whatever, I guess. Because remember, it's Tiger Woods. He had a jump from Perkins. A little restaurant. You might have heard of it, might not have heard of it. You might have grew up in a town and city that never even had one of them. He used to take his family to this Perkins. And he <laughs> he was fucking her in a garage. Like, like just, just what? Then they look, and people when I when I say this, I'm I'm not saying nothing that they say he did. They saw him. Then they got video showing how they had somebody follow him to a church parking lot. And he was fucking a little junk while she was on her period. Like, this is Tiger Woods. And I'm telling y'all this because it makes a person human. We are <laughs> so many times, right? So many times we look at people that are in a certain position and a certain status and we want to make them gods. Goddesses. Like, we want to put these people on these pedestals that they don't ask to be put on we do that to them we project that to them why is it because they you know you aspire to be in that position or you think like people are man if if i had that i wouldn't dare do this and i wouldn't dare do that i'm victim of that too but come on dog you can't say what you'll never do if you never had a chance to do it. We can't keep putting athletes, actors, politicians, and I'm going to get to that in a minute, uh, whatever, whoever, on these pedestals because it's not there. I'm not the biggest Charles Barkley fan, but when he said I, I'm not a role model, he was telling the truth. And I felt him on that. Like we 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 think rappers and singers and all this other shit, it don't mean shit. Like we we want to make them some shit that they not. Just because somebody can smile and laugh and donate some money and donate a little time and all that, it don't mean a goddamn thing. It don't. Hell, if you listening and you done watch some of these crime movies and shit like that, mobsters gave back. Nino Brown gave back, but he was a snitch and a killer at the end of the day. A lot of these people do certain things and it don't mean shit. It don't. And I just wish we would we could stop for a minute and just realize is other people that you can 
pattern yourself after, that don't dunk a ball, that don't run fast, that don't jump high, that don't hit a golf ball, that don't make policies and whatever. Like it's it's, it's people in your own neighborhood that you could want to be like, or how about just being you? That's really what it's about. Be you because you don't want to be put on some type of pedestal in here. People find out you a freak and you start losing money. They were taking money from this man because he wanted to fuck off. Y'all understand how stupid that is? He wanted to fuck off, so they took money from him. Huh? The masters, the the man made a statement about him disappointing them and their families because we made him out to be this hero and all this other bullshit. And I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Huh? What does who this man have sex with got to do with his golf? Can he hit a golf ball far? Can he put that motherfucker in from 70 feet? Yes. And yes. So what the fuck are y'all tripping about? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got to look. It upsets me because, yeah, whatever. Morally, whatever. Whatever your morals are, okay. He's wrong, I guess. Whatever. 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 Yes, he's wrong. Married man, children, he fucking off. Whatever. But that don't mean he got to be losing sponsorships. Like, I've said this time and time again, and I'll keep saying it. If you've been listening to this show, you follow me on social media. I made several posts about this. This isn't the first time I've talked about Tiger Woods and his supposed sex addiction, addiction on this show. It's just sickening that people, and then look, they 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 cheered for him when he started winning again. That's just some bullshit. It's just bullshit, man. I don't I don't understand, man. I just I just don't understand. It's hard for me to really make it make sense, you know. And I say all that to just say we gotta we gotta quit, like with all the. All the you know looking up to people that's cool and all you can you can, but but let's just let's just keep it a buck. Everybody's just a man and a woman at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying like the whole. I'm I'm gonna touch on Kamala Harris or Kamala. I'm, I'm already fucking up, Madam Vice President. In a minute, let me let me take a quick little break, man, because. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably finna make some folks mad in this next segment. I know I am. And it's okay. But it's the BTSC 365 podcast. I gotta give it to you raw, baby. Your money. Motherfucker, copper got the Maserati dancing on the bridge. Pussy popping, tell the coppers, ha 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 ha. 
you can't catch them, you can't stop them. I go by them goon rules. If you can't beat them, then you pop them. You can't man them, then you mop them. You can't stand them, then you drop them. You pop them, cause we pop them like over red and baka. See, I told y'all I had to play some Wheezy today too now. I told y'all I had to play some Wheezy. What I'm, hold on, what else I'm gonna play from Lil Wayne, man? Let me let me see what else can I dig up, man. Let me see here. Oh in between churning babies. Right about now is your boy, you heard back again. DJ Manny fresh, fresh, fresh. Yeah, fresh, 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 fresh. DJ, go DJ, that's my DJ, go DJ, that's my DJ, go DJ, yeah, with Weezy Wee, step up yes. to the mic, dude, do what you Ladies and gentlemen, what you have here is brought to you, courtesy of the young man, young Carter, and the great man, Manny Fresh, so what I want y'all out there to do for me is, say this, say go DJ, cause that's my DJ, say go DJ, cause that's my DJ, Nigga under the sun, I come from under the Tommy, bustin' the Tommy. You come from under your garment, your chest and your arm hit. Power one to the head, now you know he did. Now you know I play like a pro in the game. Nah, no, better yet, a better in the Hall of Fame. I got that medicine, I'm better than all the names. A is cash money records, main a lawless game. Put some water on the track, fresh for all this flame. Wear a helmet when you bang it, man, and guard your brain. Cause the flow is fast. What they call insane They ain't even my motherfucking aim I get dope, boy You already know that pimp At 18, I'm living young And show that bit Hey, what it do, what it does I'm back Another person 45 part in this Hey, man, look First of all, I want to say this I appreciate y'all tuning in Wherever you tuning in However you tuning in Um, It's always a pleasure to be able to Give y'all, you know, a piece of my mind. Share this platform, you know, that I have here. And while I'm while I'm at it, while I'm talking about this platform, man, I just want to continue to give thanks to those cities and countries that they've been showing a lot of love, you know, over the past thirty days. You know what I'm saying? People been really. Really, really tuned in. Really over the last several months. You know what I'm saying? They've really been tuned in. Atlanta, Dallas, Houston, Columbus, Charlotte, Chicago, Oakland, Detroit, Austin, Texas, Memphis, 10, Birmingham, San Antonio, Fort Worth, L.A., Tampa, Orlando, Philly, Las Vegas, Norfolk, Virginia, Miami, San Francisco, Alexandria, Virginia, Louisville, Kentucky, Hattiesburg, Mississippi, Flint, Michigan, can we get them some clean water now? Shit. Damn it. Boaz, Alabama. Phoenix, Arizona. New Orleans. Sumter, Virginia. Like, I mean, the list goes on and on. The Bronx, New York, Clarksdale, Mississippi, Warren, Michigan. It's a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? Germany, the UK, Jamaica, Puerto Rico, Belgium, Finland, Spain, 
Egypt, Russia, you know, France, Mexico, Colombia, eh, America, Samoa, Netherlands, Ireland, South Africa, Brazil, Australia, yeah, you know, Italy, Japan. I could keep going, you know, but I think y'all get it. Taiwan, what it do? Huh? I say, what it do, France? What it do? Everybody that's out there listening right now, under the sound of my weak voice, ain't that what the pastor be saying? Under the sound of my weak voice. <laughs> I appreciate y'all, man. I thank you. I thank you. Y'all give me an outlet, an unbiased outlet. Because everybody listening to me really probably don't agree with some of the shit I'm saying. And maybe they do. I don't know, but share it. Tell a friend to tell a friend because we on all, everywhere you can think of a podcast, we there. Google it. I mean, if you're listening right now, you already got access. So tell a friend. Share this shit. Also, shout out to the show All American, man. That season three just started. I love it. I prompt, man. One of my favorite shows. Daniel Ezra does a great job. Um, I think, uh, what's, what's my boy's name? Tay Diggs does a great job. This is some of his best work. I think the writing is exceptional. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm loving it, man. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Now, what? I, let me get to it. What I was about to say that might upset some people. I had to think about this. I was supposed to drop last night. But I had to take some time to do my research and, you know, let let cooler heads prevail because I, I shared this information with someone and they let me know, hey, you're being that black guy, that black person that just has to say something negative on the day where it seems like, hey, black America is winning. And I might be. Bitch, I might be. Yeah. <laughs> but really, I might be. But I'm not trying to be the the, the the motherfucker that ran on somebody parade. I'm just I'm just stating the obvious. Now I said it earlier with Tiger Woods. And I hinted at the politics. And I'm just saying, I know Madam Vice President is of African American descent. Well, not even African American descent, but she's melanated. Her dad's from Jamaica. Mother's from from South Southern Asia. India, to be exact, I believe. And she's an AKA. And oh, you know how us black people just love to soak up any win. And I ain't mad at her. I'm not. I'm not mad at anybody who voted for her. I just don't want people to get stuck with just a status symbol. You dig? Oh, my My vice president looks like me. This is something that your daughters and granddaughters and nieces and, and, and sisters and aunts and whatever can look up to and say, hey, I can be that one day. And I get that we've been downtrodden a lot, oppressed here in this particular land for a certain amount of years. I get it. In every win 
for everything that looks like a win, we want to take it and run with it. Hell, I voted for Obama because he was black. It was my first time ever voting. I was 20 years old. I said, oh, this dude looked like me. He talk about basketball. He listened to Jeezy and shit. Oh, I'm voting for this nigga. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah, I'm voting for him. Why? Because he black? Hey, hey, hey. I'm keeping it 1,000. That's what I do with y'all. I ain't going to sugarcoat shit for y'all. Because y'all my peoples. My folk, my family. It's just the truth. Now, I the overwhelming support and love that was shown, it was beautiful. But I think, well, and I think, I don't want us to get so caught up in what it looked like and being comfortable with what it looks like and not doing our own work to make sure that if it's some shit we want done, that it get done. You feel me? Like, let's make sure if we, we, we gonna hold people accountable. And it's great that, you know, you can say that somebody looked like you that, that is now in the executive branch making real decisions a face and a voice to be heard. But let's not get so caught up in somebody's supposed blackness that we forget about the task at hand. Now, I don't have children. So, I I, I mean, you know, I don't. But I have a niece, black. Uh, I got loved ones that are women. I'm the son of a of a black woman. <laughs> a grandmother's black. Both of them. My sister, she's black. So I love black women and I love everything that they can do and what they have done. And I but but they all had people to look up to or aspire to be, but they didn't necessarily have to look to the White House. Or not even the White House, but to the VP or the Senate or whatever. And I, I know some brilliant black women, lawyers, educators, who I'd love for my niece to say, or if I had a daughter one day, hey, I I can aspire to be that. But I want you to be you first is all I'm saying. Don't get so caught up in the status of somebody. Don't be so happy to have that because you never know. That might come back to bite you in your ass one day. Because we all human. We're, 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 mere, we're merely, a, you know, human, flesh and blood. And it's good to look at. It's cool to, you know, what they was rocking. They chucks and they pearls. It's all fun and games. Till some shit hit the fan and you come out shocked and, oh, I can't believe it. So don't set yourself up for the okie doke. It's cool. Do your move. Be excited. Be happy. But don't don't make it bigger than what it what it is. Don't do that to yourself and to your loved ones. Don't 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 go overboard on the pomp and circumstance. Cause you know everybody cool with being black when it's cool to be black, but when you know, it get dark and 
you are you gonna pull the black card or you know what? Like a lot of people want to be black until you got to be black. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm. That's all I'm gonna say. It was it was a lot that I really, 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 really wanted to say. But I know who I am, and I know what I stand for, and I know what I don't stand for. And those listening that know me personally, they know what I mean. Possibly they may ask me what I mean. But I'm just going to say that it's a lot of things that um, need to be done that the Madam Vice President can assist with, being as though, as being as, seeing as, excuse me, she ran as saying she was a black woman or person of color. I think it's time we start holding people accountable. You know, she black, but I'm going to ask the question, and I know when I ask this question, it's going to be met with some blowback. But how black is she? That's all I'm going to say. She black, but how black is she? Hmm? That's all I'm going to say about that. That's all, that's all I'm going to say about that. I got to play something to back this up because, uh, I got I got to I got to I got to play something to turn this bitch up after that cuz I I just asked a real deal question. How black is she? Did I just question Madam Vice President blackness? This is how I feel about it. Whatever. If you got some beef, come at me with it then. <laughs> I fuck my money up. Damn. Now I can't re-up. Ran up in his spot. Spy. Just to get my stats up. Now I'm back on deck. So shout it what the fuck you want. Heard he talking shit. shit. But this ain't what the fuck you want. Lock my CEO up. Now it's back to Coca. Niggas talking shit, bro. Hang him by the rope up. Hit him with the chopper. Call that shit hot llama. Call me Waka Flocker. AKA Young Wild Nigga. AKA yo drug dealer. Got perp, got kush, got pills, got white in the trap all night with the heart of the south. Stats on the floor, watch, keep order with it. Shift it to the left and he shift it to the right. So us the brick boys got it all night. These lame man niggas ain't got no fight. Kick in my dough, we gon' shoot it out all night. Oh, let do it. Hey, oh, let do it. Hey, oh, let do it. See, look, I'm just, hey. I keep it all the way 100 on this journey. I keep it like this. It's just how I feel, you know what I'm saying? That's the beauty of having your own show. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't paid for by nobody else. My message comes to you from me. That's all I'm saying. It comes, it comes from me. Speaking of my message, this, this is my last topic, man. I think I done held y'all long enough. The hot thing right now is every year in the soon to be off season of the NFL or any major American sport, the lack of black coaches. Pep Hamilton, Anthony Lynn, Marvin Lewis, uh Hugh Jackson, uh who am I missing? Jim Caldwell never got another shot after Detroit and he had a winning record when they fired him. Um Eric Bieniemy now for the Texans, uh well for the Chiefs. 
Um, Deuce Staley interviewed for the Eagles, but they gave it to the OC for the Colts, but that might not be because Deuce wasn't qualified. But who knows? I mean, uh, Leslie Frazier up in Buffalo. Uh, Raheem Morris just got a, another D.C. position in, for the Rams. Uh, it's just what it is. I heard Shannon Sharp say, what you going to tell a You can't tell a billionaire how to spend their money. If you can't, you, you you know, until that man changes his heart and his mind, then what? I heard, I just watched, uh, <laughs> I just watched a press conference where the new head coach of the Detroit Lions said that He said that if we get down one, now if we go down, we're going to get up and we're going to bite their knee. And then if they knock us down again, we're going to get up and we're going to bite out another knee. And 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 what else did he say? Hold on. I'm going to just. I'm a, I gotta find this video because this this was this was some some shit right here. Hold on, let me let me find this real quick. Yeah, I didn't found it. Here you go. You can hear it for yourself. I don't want to put words in his mouth. Yeah, I don't want to put words in his. This mouth. place has been kicked. It's been battered. It's been bruised. And I can sit up here and give you coach speak all day long. I can give you, uh, you know, hey, we're gonna win this many games. I can't. That uh, none of that matters, and you guys don't want to hear it anyway. You've had enough of that shit. So excuse my language. All right. Here's what I do know is that this team is going to take on the identity of this city, all right? And the city's been been down, and it found a way to get up, all right? It's found a way to uh, overcome adversity, all right? And so this team's going to be built on, uh, we're going to kick you in the teeth, all right? And, and when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up, and on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off, all right, and we're going to stand up, and then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down. Right there, right there, right there. We're going to bite a kneecap off. Now I just want y'all to hear that. Hold on. All right, and on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap, and we're going to get up, and then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Before before long, we're going to be the last one standing, all right? That's going to be the Now, I just heard this man describe cannibalism. And some would say, oh, it was a fired-up speech. And, you know, I'd love to play for a guy like that. I don't know if I want to play with Ted Bundy as my head coach. They just gave this man a six-year deal. The tight ends coach for the Saints. The CEO of, of FedEx, Sam Smith, or whatever his name is, Fred Smith, excuse me. Fred Smith's son, Arthur, the offensive coordinator for the Titans. He just got a five-year deal in Atlanta. Two years as a coordinator, now he's the head coach. Eric Bieniemy has been the OC for the Chiefs. They won the Super Bowl. Third straight year now in the AFC Championship game. Eagles interviewed Deuce Staley, and I think they interviewed Ty Bowles, too. Like, I believe if you coach the Jets at some point in the last 20 years, you deserve a second chance because, I mean, it's the Jets. 
you know. It's the Jets. Outside of those couple of years with uh what's my guy name? ESPN analyst now. Rex Ryan, I mean, they hadn't made the playoffs. Shout out to Robert Sala. He got the job over there. I hope they do good because I like Sala. He was a DC at the for, for the for the 49ers. I like him. A lot of energy. Seems like to be a great leader. I wish him well. But this whole notion that the Rooney rule is working and all this other stuff, they can throw that out the window. If you got to incentivize a motherfucker with draft picks to hire a person, a black person, a person of color, however you want to put it, a minority, you might as well just say fuck it. I'm glad Ron Rivera got another another chance at a job because, you know, hey, wasn't his fault Cam couldn't stay healthy. They made it to a Super Bowl. It's just, hey, it's, it's hard to come by in the NFL. So, I'm at wit's end. Like, what do you do? Like, how do you how do you even make make it make sense? You know, how do you make this make sense? You can't. Ain't no making it sense. I said, ain't no making it. <laughs> ain't no making it make sense. It just is what it is, and you gotta figure your way out through this. I hope, I hope, I hope that at some point, either either they get some black ownership somehow. You know, I would have thought Sasha Khan would have tried to hire a black coach, but he didn't hire Urban Meyer. Like, huh? Huh? We we good enough to be the defensive coordinators and offensive coordinators and all that, but can't be the head coach. I mean, damn, you see how long it took him for him to get black quarterbacks a chance. And I mean, you see how well that's working out, right? Pretty good. Pretty good. I'd say it's working out pretty good. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm done, man. I, I can't. I can't even really think about the bullshit right now. I'm gonna play some more music. I gotta, I gotta play something good though, you know. Cause, cause some of this shit was a little depressing just to talk about how how bogus they are. Play some old Wayne. It's Thursday. Ain't it? Let me let me get my throwback Thursday on, man. Let me let me play some old Wayne to get us out of here. Y'all be easy, man. I appreciate y'all. Love somebody, hug somebody. It's the BTSE 365. Share this with a friend or a family member. BTSE 365. Under they beds and hood full of real niggas, 24 7 hustlers. Eh, and you shove a barrel down your pipe, sucker. Ain't no love for no buster, no fear for no coward, no respect for no slut, and no money.
bottle. Fall in love with that train. Some like that reader, that dope, and some shoot it up in their veins. Oh. From the home of that chain, jacking and cracking brains. Broadcast and live from the block of Slip Wayne. Fun stuff. 